and welcome to the Varside Spurs podcast. We're live. It is Monday, the 23rd of November. It is just after 8 pm. And tonight I am joined by Andy. How are we doing, Andy? Yeah, I'm all right, Steve. I refuse to answer you. I'm not even gonna. I'm not even gonna carry. I'm just gonna move on. We're just moving, we're moving on. Fuck you. We're moving on. We're moving on to Stace. How are we doing, Stace? <laughs> What's up with that? Oh no! Oh, is, this, is, this, is this every week? Is this pregnant pause? So fuck him. <laughs> we're gonna have that what's that guy's name what was that guy's name that was moaning about the um he was moaning about all the swearing he's gonna he'll have switched off by now anyway i'm buzzing 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 because of the result and obviously chirpy because we're up the top but i bought a tv a new tv the 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 missus she said make sure that it's an arty tv uh it's got to be, you know, what picture frame. Get, 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 get an arty one. Get a picture frame one for us when, when you go for the new one because the old one was going. So I bought bought uh, a Samsung mm-hmm. art TV, uh, and it's a flat goes flat to the wall. And it, you can put art on it and it's all funky. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. But Sorry. I, it turned up in the box, and I bought sixty five inch, and she's that that's too big. That's got to go back. A guy so that, that the guy that works for me has just done exactly the same thing and has he's <laughs> gonna to have to send it back. No, what I didn't realise is I said, Oh, let's get it out and give it a try. Let's yeah. get it out and switch it on. The minute you switch it on, they can't go back because all your personal details go in it. Oh, you, didn't you, know, no, you didn't No, you can. Oh, let me let me let me take let me just turn this on. <laughs> let me just see how it looks. Oh shit, it can't <laughs> go back now, my love. Oh dear. <laughs> what, what are we gonna do? <laughs> Yeah, oh, I've spat on it. Oh no! It's not going back. <laughs> so she's not talking to me now. It's got all my prints on it. Oh no! Please find it. Nice one. All right. I'm in the doghouse. So we're also joined by yeah. um, by Simon. How are we doing, Simon? I am fantastic. Thank you very much. In a very, very, very good mood. Are you? Ooh. I'm sure you will do. Put you in a good mood. Well, I'm sure you're you're going to do your level best over the course of the next sixty minutes to ruin it all. But uh, it's a very good mood, you know. What's 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 not to love? It's it's we've got exactly we've got you know we've got Tottenham final cinders top of the table. Woolwich Wanderers are imploding. We've yeah. got football coming back. We're going to get in the stadium. We're going down the pub. Christmas yeah. is back on. We're yeah. having it. Yeah, great, great. Thank, and, thank, and thanks for joining us tonight. We've, we've, that was a, a quick summary of the podcast, and, and that's it's over. We haven't even had a chance to introduce our guest. <laughs> <laughs> we did have Ben Ben Borman on the on the pod, but he didn't actually get a chance to um to to tell us how life was because Simon's already covered everything on the pod for us, and we can finish. We can knock off right nice and early. <laughs> anyway, we are we are actually we are actually joined by Ben. <laughs> <laughs> we are we're joined by Ben. Ben, how are you doing, mate? Uh, yeah, it's everything's amazing right now. Yeah, I'm feeling great. Um, as I said, obviously uh, the results that I did was, uh, although I called it, still fantastic, uh, especially the manner in which we did it. And top of the league, 
quadruple on the cards. Yeah, everything's great. Quadruple. <laughs> <laughs> have Brilliant. you met Andy? Have you have you met Andy? I think you you two might be related somehow in terms of this over enthusiasm for what's gonna what we're gonna achieve what we're gonna achieve this season. <laughs> Fantastic. I'm, hey, but it's, I'm good. it's good times. Yeah, no, I think I'm, Ben's I'm, underestimating I'm, our chances, to be honest. You reckon? Are we, yeah. we're, gonna, we're actually going to win. We're going to win the Euros as well. Fuck it. We're yeah, gonna, I think we will. I was just trying to work Single out what else, we could <laughs> what else could we win if, that we're not actually involved in? Because we're actually, like, Ben's got us winning everything we're involved in. Hearts and minds, Steve. Hearts and minds. No, that's, I think that's impossible. You're asking the impossible. Be easier to I think I think the the whole city of Liverpool will grow to love us. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. At, at which point would that be? That might that'll only be if, if we fuck up. That's that's when they'll grow to love us. <laughs> yeah, probably right. Yeah. <laughs> in, in, in the meantime, God, fucking oh, the Liverpool fans on Facebook suddenly came out of the woodwork. Fuck me, just uh, oh. Anyway. Moving on. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> Moving on very quickly. Very quickly. So just before we, we do the um like we, we talk about the match that Simon Simon I think saw, I'm I'm not sure. Um we'll we'll do a few shout outs. Well we'll do one shout out. There's only one guy that um came through this week, so it's Gareth Beale um from Seattle. Who's listening from Seattle? We also had some listeners last week from New Zealand, Norway, Hungary, um and Nigeria. Hey, you know, we get we are getting truly global. I'm wondering if some of those some of these are just actual um random VPN addresses really and they're going out, you know, going out to VPNs <laughs> in different places. Or they're VPNing <laughs> <laughs> VPNing into Nigeria or, or Hungary or something for whatever reason. I, you know if, if not, I mean I'm I'm pretty pleased with that we're getting to these places. It's a pretty obscure way to listen to a, a very niche co- podcast though, isn't it? To go in via a VPN from Ni- yeah. Nigeria. <laughs> well if you are listening from Nigeria if you are listening from Nigeria this evening, please do go on the chat and tell us this week's lottery numbers. Thank you. Oh yeah, great idea. And yes, yeah, another one of those letters I got last week. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so um, we we'll kick off. So um, I, obviously, I know you're chomping at the bit to to get into the Man City game, but I'll start off with um, going to actually start off with the Spurs women versus the um, Arsenal women in the Continental Cup. So yeah, this is crazy, isn't it? It was actually, yeah. Because obviously, I mean, we we obviously we lost the game, but we actually we lost on penalties, but we drew the game to all. Yeah. Um, Sounds like it was a good performance to actually, you know, to to, to hold them to to two in like in normal time or whatever was, you know, it was, yeah. it was good. And it was the third week in in a row that we hadn't um, that we hadn't lost. Uh, so, or the third game in a row that we hadn't lost. So things were looking yeah. up, um, you know. And like all of a sudden, you know, we, we sat in the manager. I mean, I, I don't know if you saw any of the highlights, but the. Um, the goal from Siri Vaughan was was, was cracking, um, you know, and I don't know. And then it just it's just mental. So do that. Then we the, we the get problem of... was was that the, the sorry on. Steve. But yes, the, the, problem, the problem was was the, the game wasn't um, wasn't televised live anyway, was it? No. So uh, you couldn't even watch it on FA Player because it wasn't that particular competition. And I was really surprised about that big game. You'd expect that to get a no, bit more. Um... No, but there were other, there were other Continental Cup games that were on FA Player, I think. So I, I'm not sure, entirely really? sure why. Yeah, I think okay. there was like three. I think there were three games that night 
and two of the games were was was streamed live, and our game yeah. wasn't. Um, you know, so I don't know. It's odd though if they if they had highlights, they obviously had cameras there. So yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, yeah. You know, um, so yeah. yeah, no, it was odd. And then obviously, at the end of the game, well, the following day, um, which happened to be the nineteenth, I think, was it? The, yeah, the nineteenth. Yeah. They they yeah. um, they've then decided that they were going to um, get rid of the managers, um, which just happens yeah. to be seems to be a day for getting um, you know for making changes at Spurs. Um, Absolutely, you know. Yeah. And it, like, so they brought in a, um, a manager she, like she's got quite a good um, pedigree. By looking like you know by the looks of it, she's got quite a good yeah. pedigree. But yeah. from what I can see, she's never actually been a number one. Manager. I think she's always been an assistant. So That's you, know, I think been other, you know, I think there's been other people yeah, in the men's right, game yeah. that have done similar and um, I think Carlos Queiroz maybe was one um, you know that have always been successful as a number two have wanted to be a number one and have not cut it as number one so let's you know let's see and I think obviously the time <coughs> from a time yeah. perspective it made sense because you've got two weeks to work with the players um, before they actually have to, um, to to actually play their first game so I guess from that perspective and, and you can tell she was lined up yeah. because she, she was sort of I think she was yeah. sort of moving her stuff in as they were moving their stuff yeah. out, um, you know. So, yeah, it was a bit of a shame. I think um, the, the difference, I think, between sort of men's and women, well, not the difference, really, because I guess women's the women's game in professional football is, is, is you know, it's fairly recent. And um, certainly from Spurs, they've built up from grassroots. So you would have thought that both Karen and Juan had been, when they went professional, they had to give up... Um, other jobs I guess to go full time with Spurs so you know they give up they've probably given up other jobs two years down the line you know they're out of work and when you look at um, some of the comments it's like fuck it fuck it fuck off they're out of their depth and all that and clearly <laughs> no no clue as to the actual background <laughs> to the whole thing but you know these people it's their livelihoods and, yeah you know so they've you know they've been through top with Tottenham like you know all of their sort of professional um, career, so I just wonder where they're going to get the opportunities yeah. from now, and what you know, what what the holds in store for them. So, on that yeah. they've, been a long, yeah. they've been a long time, haven't they, with us? So, yeah, well, like ten, at least ten years. Like one was there, like ten years. Karen might have been there um, slightly longer. It was a ten-year journey to take them, take us from grassroots. Their team was lower in the women's pyramid than my team. So, you know, they've they've come from below my team, surpassed my team, got taken us taking themselves all the way to the WSL. So it's, it's no mean feat. They had a really good season last season, um, you know, in, in terms of ensuring that we stayed in the division. Um, you know, so, yeah, you know, probably the right decision, but it's still a bit of a shame for them, I think. But there you go. Yeah, I agree. Anyway, on to brighter things. On to brighter things. So, Ben, as you've had to sit there silently listening to me waffle on... Uh, I'll give you the chance. I'll give you the chance to to start off. Really, talk to us, talk to us about the city game. Masterclass uh, from minute one. Every single play on the pitch was played some of the best I've ever seen. The whole back four, uh, Toby Oliveira, Eric Dyer, immense at the back. Sergio Reguilón, Sergio, my God. This is the best game, Spurs game I've ever seen in half. Uh, midfield was immense. Uh, Hoiberg literally 
I'm convinced won every single ball without foul in the whole game. Suzuki was a monster in Dumbello class again, and it, it just you could feel the whole game. Just they literally had every five minutes of the game planned before, and it was just executed so perfectly all the way through. And never, never panicked. Looked and couldn't. For all the for this time that Sid had the ball, we never we always looked under control the whole game. Never yeah. in trouble once, really. I mean, Hugo didn't. Say, I think there was, the only save Hugo made was literally rock the header right at the end uh, from this, uh, that set plot from that free kick. That was it. I thought he had. To, he did have two. I think he had two saves, didn't he? He had one that was um, there was one that he kind of did that, but there was one where he had to sort of from a header down, and there was one from a header that. Yeah, quite, it, it went. Yeah, uh, you know, straight at him. It was, wasn't fortunately, it? Yeah. it was straight at him. So I guess in that respect, yeah. he didn't have yeah. to save it. And, but um, yeah, <clears> no, <throat> you're right. And um, it was. A, I think it was a well managed game. I think we managed the game um, superbly well. I think the um, the first five minutes uh, probably helped to execute um, Mourinho's game plan. Um, Simon, what did you think of? Um, Kane's movement in in to help set up that goal. So, uh, unfortunately, I was listening to it on the radio stream. Okay. So, so, okay. so, I, so some of that was a bit difficult. But I've seen the highlights, um, and yeah, you. But, but the, uh, the 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 pace and the movement around the pitch something something to be kind of amazed at. Really, I mean, there was certainly. Uh, in, in the highlights, because obviously they don't focus on some some of these things in the highlights. You have to just kind of, you know, you only see the the breadth and the uh, the depth of the work rate when you actually get to watch the whole live game. Mm. So uh, I think I missed out on on a bit of that. But but the bits you see is like, you know, he, he's he's moving around, and um, I think yeah, as we were just saying, it's like uh, understanding how the opposition are going to work and being able to counter them and, and, and preempt them and play them at their own game a little bit is is kind of some of the things that you know we've maybe as, as fans we don't get or haven't been party to it's one of those sorts of things of we just want to see push just keep pushing just keep doing playing the game the way the fans want to see it rather than playing the tactical way and um and i think that's what's obviously come out i think you know, do you know um, one of the things obviously probably hard for you to to comment on this but you know, a lot has been made on of the fact that, um, you know, there's from the all or nothing um, with Josie talking about us needing to be intelligent cunts and how and how we play. Now, mm-hmm. I think everyone looks at it in a certain way in terms of like you know being a bit niggly, giving away fouls, that sort of kind of thing. But we've actually, you know, against Southampton in this game, we've we've scored as a result of quick free kicks. So for the first goal. It was, a, I, I, and I didn't pick up on this until it was actually pointed out. I think in the highlights a little bit later, or you know, in a point later on. But the the actual the goal is a free kick that's played quickly in turn Dembele. Kane then drops in to create the space for for Sonny to to move in. Yeah. So that's you know that's two where Marino's obviously said, look, you know, try and get at the opposition while they're disorganized. Before they're organized, if we can. In that middle third area where there's, you know, where they're high, they've not dropped in yet. Can we can we play those passes to get into that space in behind? We've, you know, we've re- but twice we've now released Sunny in behind from, from as a result of movement from quick free kicks, 
and we've gone on and scored. So I think there's more to this intelligent play than yeah. ni- like you know niggly fouls and um, just being a shit houser. Yeah, yeah, and just being and and that's what every you know that's what everyone is really taking from it. Oh, our shit housing has got to be is got has got a lot better. But our all I think our all round game management and our all round gameplay I think seems to have improved. Andy, what are your thoughts? Yeah, I agree. Well, yeah, I thought that was a um, really interesting little bit of play, as you said, you know, because uh, Kane dropped deep slightly, came deep by five to ten yards. Just five yards. And, um, yeah, it wasn't very much. But what was quite interesting, and I hadn't noticed it, but they picked it out, I think, at half time or something, that Rodri and both Laporte had followed Kane and that it left Diaz just with Sonny. So I don't know whether that was an instruction from Guardiola to say, just try and stop them at source, stop Kane getting the ball. But of course, Underbelly just chipped it over the top and uh, uh, and Sonny did the rest. So yeah, it was I, an I interesting wonder, little yeah. little bit of play going on I wonder there. If you, I wonder if, like just picking up on that, I wonder if Guardiola was, because it's quite clever, and I wonder if Guardiola had um, said about, you know, Kane dropping deep. And Rodri needed to yeah. pick up when he drops into when he drops into that space. Rodri needs to pick that up, and Kane has kind of yeah. has kind of gone half into a half space. So he's, as you say, rather than going ten yards, he's only gone five yards, which was sufficient for Laporte to come out and for Rodri to think, okay, yeah. actually, I need to. He's coming towards. It was him. enough to get Laporte yeah. out of position, yeah, exactly, to make yeah. a one-on-one. And <clears> it, it raises a question, doesn't it? So how far does Mourinho go tactically in his own mind? Does he actually try and outthink Guardiola? Does he think Guardiola's going to do this, I'm going to do that? Or does he think let's just try and pull them that way? Well, um, you know. So I mean I mean we know we know obviously that all or nothing was highly edited, but one of the one of the key things that you that we saw from all or nothing even with the edited stuff is that he he predicts how the game will go you know he says right this is you know Brighton yeah. for example they're going to be doing this they're going to do that this is that this is the danger these are the moments of, of, that are going to be the danger for us so he he knows the game really well he understands how the opposition will play um and how yeah. they, they, they tend to play now there's one thing I was going to probably bring up a little bit later but I'll, I think I'll mention it now is I saw it in um an article I don't know if anyone else saw this um in Football London today um, and probably so probably from Alistair Gold, but they were saying about um, Sacramento was missing from being on the bench on 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 Saturday. Really? Yeah, against um, like so. Normally, you know, if you if you look watch all the games, you watch all the highlights, and you see Marino jumping up and down and getting excited, and they're both doing it in tandem, and they're synchronized with their movement. Yeah, yeah. It's a big, it's a big, like yeah. it's a big thing that everyone spotted, and and everyone's it's great, it's great, it's great. Well. Apparently, a lot of fans, and I, to be honest, I was too engrossed in the game. I didn't really pay attention to this, but a lot of fans had noticed that he wasn't there. Now, apparently, what happened was that he was sat up in the West End behind behind the um, dugouts in an elevated position, watching the game, and also watching the game on oh, monitor okay. on, on an iPad mm-hmm. or on a monitor. Yeah, yeah. And that because that elevated position gave him more opportunity to see the tweaks and the adjustments that Guardiola would make to 
to his like to the how the team play and how the team yeah play. yeah um, mm. you know so that's interesting love like that was you know if it is and if, if they, that's, they, and that's the case and that's fucking genius <laughs> you know what I mean it is but yeah, did, it didn't is. they didn't they change his role though I think um, at the start of the season they changed Sacramento's role from <laughs> being some like coach. Yeah, to because, to analyst or whatever. Well, no, it's yeah. because the. I mean, that's apparently analyst is what he used to do. That's what he's famous for. Um, but because the guy oh, okay. that, right. because the guy that uh, Mourinho normally works with, I think he was with us at the, and then left in the summer to pursue his own opportunity elsewhere. So Sacramento became changed role effectively from being an analyst or whatever to kind of being his 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 coach or his first team coach or whatever. So he's kind of changed his role. Yeah. Yeah. So obviously Marino said, well actually, you know, I've got Ledley here. He can do that in on in the dugout for me. But what I can how I can get the benefit from you is if you're up in the um if you're up in the stand. So I thought that was really clever. <laughs> so um yeah that I, was. Like, you know we we spoke about Kane. I think like they uh I can't remember who was I can't remember who the commentary was, if it if it was the commentary commentators or not, but they spoke about how he absolutely um bullied Laporte and um Dias. And I think I think it was Gary Neville, wasn't it? He was, was just Neville going on about that, it. Yeah. yeah. And um yeah, like Stace Ben has I mean, Ben has alluded to the fact that like, you know, practically all over the pitch, um, you know, everyone everyone was disciplined in their performance and everyone was disciplined um, in their roles. So, who who for you was the um, who was your your standout and f- on the, in the match and and why? Well, the defending they didn't go to ground at all in the game. They stood up. Uh, that made a big difference with Dyer, yeah, uh, Toby, yeah. and Serge was was is probably one of his best performances I've seen from Serge. They had a lot of the ball, double the amounts of passes we had. You know, I've got little bones to pick. We 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 had a really really good passage of play when we nicked the ball, and then about thirty passes later from the keeper, playing it out to Dyer, and then up to up to Sunny, and then obviously Kane was offside. That passage of play was fantastic. Mm. We've got the players yeah, that can pass the ball. And for me, I, w- I want to see us do a bit more of that. Really, to be honest, we've been nicking the ball not- off for of them. Yeah, I mean, does it not depend on the opposition? I mean, a lot of that is about passing and moving and move the ball. I can't. It might not have been in that game. I can't, there was another game late, might have been later on, but you can hear on. You can hear, and because I, I, I quite get, I get quite bored when they just pass the ball, pass it, pass it, pass it, pass it, keep going back across. But you hear yeah. on the side, yeah, definitely, the coaches and the managers go, move the ball, keep it moving, keep the ball moving, move the ball quickly. Yeah. So they just want the ball being yeah. shifted from place to place to, to try and... Yeah, to stretch the other team. Stro- yeah. yeah, and City, obviously, are more... You know, they're they're a better side than Burnley or, you know, Brighton or, you know, one of these teams that... They've got more, da- more dangerous players, anyway, yeah, so that, you know, than so all these players that keep exactly, the ball. Exactly, so they're more likely to want to engage us higher up the pitch and, and take that opportunity to win the ball. Because if they can win the ball higher up the pitch, they can hurt us. Yeah. You know, so yeah, um, they, 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 you know, if you're going to give a team 22 attempts on goal, you know, they, they only had five on target. You can't, you know, law of averages say if you do that again in another game, they're not going to have five on target. They're maybe going to have ten on target, and 
you know, did they you might see, bag, yeah, a, but did you see bag the, one with ten. Did you see the did you see the the defensive highlights reel that I think was I don't know if it went out today. Um but they Yeah, no, it's those, on it's just come up on my timeline now looking at obviously the, the tweets that are going out. Yeah, so all the all the tackles oh, and okay. blocks. And if you look at the tackles and all the tackles and blocks and stuff and Certainly, I'm, I know you know in in how City like to play. They like to get to the to the edge of the box, either inside the box or just outside, and drill the ball across. And we every time yeah. Mara's got the ball, we doubled up on him and said, "Right, yeah, okay, I noticed. you're not you're not going on your left foot. You have to go down the down yeah. the wing." And it went as soon as you go down the wing because you're, you're right. Your right foot is your weaker foot. We're gonna we can shut out the cross, you know. So they made sure that he had to go right. And then, and then we cut out that cross, and, and Ori had to do the same. It was about discipline, right? Show them down down the side. Don't let them cut inside. Show them down the wing, and then be tight enough and close enough to block off the channel for them to get that ball across the box. It was, yeah, masterful. Yeah, it was. A, it, 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 it was our master disciplined. Every player had done their job. Mm-hmm. Everybody was drilled, weren't they? Was well drilled, yeah. They, we, you know, you've got to do it in big games like this. Chelsea will have a yeah. lot of the ball next week. Be yeah, the they, will. they will. It'll be, be defending, and we'll look to do them on the counter again. And it, that's the way they play. That's the way that we play. And you know, we'll, we'll look to hurt them. We'll hurt them. And I was saying to my friend that rung today that you know we've Leeds that will play football against Sharp. They leave some enormous holes at the back. Yeah. Yeah, we will. We and they don't defend very well at all. We we will exploit Leeds big time when we play them, and he won't yeah. change the way that he plays. He'll play exactly the same way. He doesn't change. So Mourinho, he'll have him. Bielsa, yeah, Bielsa, Bielsa. I'm talking about Le- Le- uh, Chelsea's a tough game, tougher game than what Man City would be. Yeah, yeah. Derby. Yeah, I think it will. Yeah. Anyway, but, just, I mean, you know, but it was interesting what you were saying, Stace, about the uh, players staying on their feet. There was one occasion where <laughs> I'm sure we all saw it, where Aurier uh, basically he did go down, yeah, and uh, he went into this slide. And I thought, oh my god, this! But he actually did it so well that it just guided the ball out, and uh, Torres didn't have a chance of getting it. It was just uh, a lovely little bit of uh, defending, actually. Yeah, they're, they're different, and they City don't lump the ball in crosses they've got no big target man in there yeah that's right so yeah. it's always football so there's a lot of block, blocking you can do when we're playing against your Burnies and your West Ham's they're going to lump the ball in and obviously you need to be good at entering that suits us better it suits Toby better when it's on the floor for me yeah. per- perfect game for Toby and, and Eric yeah to just mop, mop yeah. up and defend perfect game and they, they proved it again. Toby's going to be a big miss. That's for sure. If he's out yeah. for a yeah. few weeks. Massive. Yeah. So, I mean, just, be, I mean, we, we, we'll touch on Toby in a sec, I think, but just obviously, I think one of the, one of the people that hasn't been mentioned by anyone actually was um, Steve Bergwine, who, who came in and like last, he was, the interesting thing about him was that, because before kickoff, there were rumours obviously that he was going to be selected. But if you, if you, read all the stuff um, during the international break and he'd had to come back early due to having a groin a groin strain or whatever and or groin some kind yeah. of groin thing and 
the the headline was that he wasn't fit enough, and everyone was like, "Here we go, fucking hell, like he's, he's shit." Rah, 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 rah. You know, just the typical Spurs Twitter reaction. Um, you know, but yeah. I mean, he looked sharp. You know, really, he looked sharp. He he started. He did his. I think he, you know, he did his bit for the team. And uh, you know, you know, you need players when you're given an opportunity to take their opportunity. And I, th- yeah, I, I thought, thought he did all right actually. I thought yeah. he took his opportunity. Ben, what did you think? Yeah. He's not one of the players that you mentioned specifically. Yeah, yeah, he really, really. Um, I knew it was safety time that we were getting um, attacking. He was always the quickest of reaction. He was always driving down that le- left, which is which was a bit odd in itself. The fact he was on the left rather than the right, which is his more conventional position. But yeah. um, you know, it, it was actually quite a clever move to switch him and Son to the other sides. But you know. You know, as I said, he, he's tracking back as well. You know, he, you know, he looked excellent, and uh, kind of makes you think he, if he was unfit or whether the Jersey mind trick just to say, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Out, yeah. so we can get you because <laughs> he looked perfectly fit to the game. <laughs> quite, quite, quite possibly <laughs> anything, anything that he can do. So obviously, I mean, we spoke about Ndembele. He, he, um, you know, he, he contributed. He, he set up the goal and. Set up the first goal, and then obviously Lacelso, um, you know, he's, he's brought on for Ndembele. I think Ndembele actually looked a little bit miffed to come off, actually. But um, you know, yeah, Lacelso's come on, and you know, within what thirty seconds, so this is, and he scored. So this is like, in terms of managing, managing, managing the game, and wanting your changes to have an impact. I don't God, think, yeah, um, Mourinho could have, you know, he couldn't. Have, I don't think he could have called it any better than that. He's done it a few times already, though, this season, hasn't he? What, Mourinho? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. bringing Bale on and against Brighton. Uh, I think in Europa League, he's done it a few times to, brief, you know, where we've got a bit stuck and stodgy on the pitch. Mm. So, yeah. It's... And I thought, I mean, I don't know about you, but I thought Lacelso was fantastic. He's, we know what he gives us, and he's, yeah. his work rate. So, he, obviously, we had end product, he scored. His work rate, um, you know, to to harry and win the ball back and and drive us forward i thought was um absolutely fantastic um yeah did that side did that sharpen the highlights um they certainly focused on his 35 seconds of uh, of, of magic from you know, <laughs> two two touches or whatever it was three touches and then he goes down the pitch and then it goes so um and there's yeah. not you know not much more you can ask for as you say ask for someone who comes off the bench than that um Certainly on other other games we've seen him play, he's always looked like he's going to make an impact or he's going to he's going to he's going to do something. He's you know really exciting and promising. And I know you know players coming in and out of form. He's had a few little you know patches etc. But I, you know I think like where we've had before is kind of key men. When he comes on, you can get excited that something's going to happen. And yeah. it's, you know it's not a it's it's a, you know it's it's not a what's the, you know a defensive move is not a comfortable move. We're doing it for a bit of impact. And I think that's yeah. you know, great to see that and know that we've got someone that, um, that, that, that can have that, um, have that impact and make that difference to the side. Yeah. Agree. hundred percent. So, I mean, we, I think the other, obviously the, the final thing to talk about, I guess, is the only downside, which was um, Toby's injury. 
we haven't heard anything at all about that today. And Mourinho's initial response yesterday was that it was something that probably going to be fairly long term. Um, you know, that disappointing because um, you know he's he's looked really good. And it, it's interesting. I, what was interesting, and one of the observations I was going to make is in the in the week in the week where it's been the anniversary of us sacking Pochettino and um, bringing in Mourinho and like you know everyone loving Poch and, and we have we still have a few people that say oh like you know I'd, I'd take Poch back in a heartbeat and all this sort of malarkey you know and that's that's fair fair enough for them but if you if you look at where Toby is now compared to where he was under uh, Poch you know he wasn't even playing he wasn't going to sign a contract he wasn't playing and now apart but just before now and prior to the injury you know, he he was yeah. looking imperious. He was looking back in form. He was looking like, you know, the first choice centre back for a reason. You know, the one that that was controlling and everything. So, um, you know, it, it's interesting that as much as we love and admired Poch and everything, decision wise, you have to think, okay, did he there? Did he drop a drop a clangor there in terms of whatever for whatever reason? You know, wanting to push the younger Sanchez or whoever it was um, rather than, and, and, you know, and, and, you know, ignoring for want of a better word, um, the experience and the quality um, that Toby was able to bring. Yeah. Yeah, no, definitely. I, I, I think um, also it might be a bit of a blessing in disguise because Joe Roden can't play in the Europa League. So he might get a bit more exposure in the Premier League and, mm. um, you know, you might get a bit of a run now. Um, yeah. We might might reap yeah. benefits of that. Did you see his? I think it's his dad. Did you see his dad's tweet that got retweeted or whatever? No. So there's um like just just when he's this, when he's about to come on the the clip where he's about to come on the substitution clip and and he's going like come on boy or whatever like that and he's like really nervous or whatever. Um, and it was just like like a proud dad moment. Obviously, yeah, like I watching, bet. Like you know, watching yeah. his lad come on and everything like that, and um, yeah, yeah, it's, it's quite nice. It was, it was nice to see. It was, it was nice. It was yeah. nice to watch. So, I mean, that was the yeah. you know, that was, as you say, the, the downside. Obviously, is that um, that Toby might be out for any period of time. But the, the, on the plus side, Roden got um, minutes under his belt, clean sheet in a yeah, yeah, in a, in a massive game. It was over nine minutes, I think. It was only like nine. Nine, sixteen minutes, or whatever, nine minutes plus injury. Yeah, time. but and let's face it, it second, Rod- second time, second time on a pitch as well. So not the first. It is, yeah, yeah. But I think we forget as well. He is a Welsh international, so it's not as if he's wet behind the ears, is he? He's capable of, uh, of probably playing at that level. Wales are playing well, as you know, they're playing good football at the moment. Wales, so yeah, yeah. No, yeah. I've got a feeling he might start against Chelsea. Yeah, I think he might. I think mm. he might. I think it's a certainty. Cool. You think so, Ben? Yeah. I think that's a, I think that'll be a big call. I, I don't. I, I don't think Sanchez will play for sure. So, like, it's, it's either Rodon or did, if Tanganga somehow t- comes out of Tanganga. the um, out of the out of the you know the cold. Tanganga's going to play on Thursday. Get his some minutes under his belt. I hope so. Yeah, I want to see on Thursday. Said it's going to happen, so it will. He's got Jose. <laughs> Haven't you, Stace? You've got Jose's here. Fucking play Tanganga. The thing is, though, Stace, is Tanganga the left sided left back? Or. uh... 
Oh, he'll play right back, doesn't he? Yeah, it will. <laughs> can't play, so we'll play right back, and he'll he'll play Sanchez and Dyer. Yeah, I think Dyer needs yeah. a rest though because he's played two games for England, then a half tough game against City. You know, Chelsea play on Tuesday. I don't, I mean, I don't know. We if play Dyer, on Thursday. If Dyer's not if Dyer's not showing signs of fatigue, I think you keep playing Dyer because I think he's a confidence player, and whilst his confidence yeah. is high, just keep playing him. You know, there's there's a risk. Obviously, there's a risk of fatigue and mu- you know muscle injuries and, and stuff like that, and that would need to be managed. But you know, I think at the moment he's you know he's in top top form in terms of his own confidence, and you'd want to probably give him as much time as possible. Um, yeah, he's gonna be, he's um, gonna be busy at Chelsea, and if he plays it on on Thursday, he's gonna yeah he's not. He's not theoretically. He's not going to be that busy on Thursday. He's going to have a. He's going to have a stroll around, and we should be. We should. We should. We should win the game comfortably. You know, if Vinny, Lucas, um, Delhi gets a run out, we should. We should beat them comfortably, and he won't yeah. have such a tough game on Thursday if he plays. Well, they've had. Um, I know we're probably jumping around here a bit, but they've had loads of players out with COVID, haven't we? So. Uh... Haven't they? So yeah, I mean it. Take your, take your word for that. Who knows? I think it's it's interesting. Yeah. I think it's interesting though that Stace mentions Delhi because I think mm. he, he, I've kind of put him as my. It's kind of in my scapegoat of the week category, but he's not really been scapegoated. But um, you know he's 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 in so much in like in you know in the in conversation at the moment. Everyone's talking about him. I, even after we won. Even after we we won on Saturday to go top of the league, I saw a, um, a tweet saying how um, Delhi would have thrived on the pitch on 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 that on that game. No doubt he probably would have done, but you know I think that a lot of the the barrage of responses that came back to that tweet was, "Who would you leave out? You know who who would you leave out that's doing a job for us yeah. at the moment?" As much as you know, as much as most of us love Delhi or Delhi's brother, whichever one is, is currently in the squad, who would you leave out to to facilitate yeah. Delhi, even if he's on if he's on the bench? You know, well, Delhi, yeah. as I've said, you see me tweet it. He's just got to play for a ruck with with H, link up, run behind the men. Yeah, but you I know. think that's part of the problem. Yeah, yeah, if you've drop? got if, if you've got Harry and then you've got Sonny, then Harry's dropping a bit deep. He's taking up that position that Delhi runs from. So you can't kind of fit them both in unless you you have Harry up front with Delhi and you drop Sonny. Well, it's in, as I said before, I think it's on Dembe, in in Dembele who's the you know who's currently keeping uh, you know Delhi out of the squad because it's you either play in Dembele and if in Dembele is not playing then you then you play Lacelso and then yeah that, and, yeah. and and if you know so if. If Lacelso's started and, and then Belly's out of the squad, for example, then that's an opportunity for Delhi to come in. But other than that, he ain't he ain't getting no. But Delhi doesn't really play in that deeper position, though, does he? He's uh, he needs injuries to play. De- and Dembélé's not Delhi. You've got what's his name? You've got you've got um, Hoybier and Sissoko. But Delhi's Delhi's best game really is running from that that position forward all the time and. Almost becoming a, a striker. He loves scoring against Chelsea. Yeah, he he loves where, playing against Chelsea, yeah, giving it look, to them fans. Exactly, but if you look at where uh, Ndombele was pressing from, um, like he was pressing at, at points, he was the highest player. You know, so 
Yeah, that is, that yeah, is he the role. Touch. You know, he that is that. That's what I'm yeah. saying. Is the role. So and yeah, and as you say, Andy, like you know, Harry is is basically playing so well. He's 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 dropping into that position. Like we don't need we don't need anyone else to do that. You know, it's no, it. exactly. Well, Simon, Simon, you're about to jump in. Go on. And the, well, and and the, and therein lies the point. So, uh, if if Mourinho hasn't, you know, has as, as we've seen um, on 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 and heard, if he feels that Delhi is not up to it or up for it, and he's now got Harry operating in that role with with Sunny, etc. Why does that leave a place for Delhi? What's the insistence on bringing him into the squad if exactly. if, yeah. if but Jose just. Jose, yes, exactly that. Exactly. If Jose just thinks he's just not, he's not, you know, he's he's taken the ball from here and he's raised it, you know, 20, yeah. 30% yeah. higher. And exactly. see, he's been ruthless in terms of, you know, there's no place for Danny. Danny just basically doesn't even have a shirt number anymore, you know, number well, anymore. Yeah, but, that, but he, and, and I mean, he's been quite clear on the reasons for that. Have you heard, I mean, they, they interviewed him, spoke to him about it and said, well, January. Danny's told me that basically told me that he thinks he's, you know, his his career or the rest of his career is away, you know, his future is away from the club because he's looking he's looking for he was looking for moves to Milan and he was telling me he wanted moves to Milan and here and there. So as far as I'm concerned, it's best for everyone if he he, he moves on. And and that was exactly you know, yeah. blunt as. And I don't know if you saw. Did you see the Toby interview? There was a Toby interview, uh, a quote for a Toby interview that was kind of pushed on onto um, onto Twitter that. Um, I don't what I don't subscribe to the Athletic, but it was put out by right. the, David Ornstein on the Athletic, and he basically mm. says that um, like everyone has a certain idea about Jose that he can be really tough, but if you if you work for him and run through fire, then he's on your side. But if you're going to be annoying because you're not playing, he'll push you aside. And that was a yeah. quote this yeah. like during the during the two yeah, weeks, it was this week, wasn't it? Yeah, like, yeah. Who's that director now? <laughs> Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and there you go. And there you go. And there you go. So, so if we're now, he's now in a position which is, he's you know, he's winning games with the people who want to be there. He's brought in fresh blood. He's now organised yeah. the way he wants yeah. it. Um, you know, that does you know lead on to the conversation that you know, what does the future hold for Delhi? And it, you know, you know, it may well be time after four and a half years for him to move on because he's just run his course, and that's fair enough. Yeah, yeah it totally is. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's I mean, sad, but you know, I, what I can you do? There's only so many people you can fit in the yeah. team. I just, I, th- I mean, I, I don't, I think he should stay because I think that he will get opportunities. You know, I, I think, I think he'll get opportunities. There'll be injuries, there'll be suspensions. I think he'll get yeah. opportunities. And if you know, and Dembele gets injured or Lacelso gets injured, then he'll come back in and he he make an impact. And there's there's videos at training and stuff like that where he he seems happy. He does seem squad, happy, yeah, and, and yeah. part of the squad. So you know, the the new the me the news is in the media, and they need obviously stories to sell hits and papers and all that sort of stuff. Sure. So they're going to pick up on it. And, and another another interesting point that Alistair Gold brought up today was that uh, Delhi was the nineteenth man. I don't know whether you saw that. So yeah, yesterday right. he was, was the nineteenth man, wasn't he? I didn't see that. Yeah, there was a video. That, um, Spurs tweeted that before the game, the video of all the players arriving, and Dudley was one of them. Yeah. And immediately yeah. all the fans started immediately reacting, oh my god, he's, in this. he's, he's included somewhat. And then he wasn't, yeah. when the slide came up, he wasn't even on the bench, and everyone was like, yeah. Uh, 
So that was an unusual. He was he was down. I think he was down near the bench, but he he obviously wasn't in the squad. And yeah. I thought that was quite interesting. Well, that means yeah, that so is, you keep them there, don't you, in case someone gets injured in the in the warm up and stuff like that. And then, but normally a nineteenth man tends to be a, a younger youth player because they normally send the other players home or they go and sit up in the stand, don't they? Right. So, would you, would so. you have a Would you take the risk of a nineteenth player being a youth player when you're playing Man City? Well, when I say youth player, I probably mean a bit older. But um, well, he's only twenty four. Uh, but I, I actually don't know what I'm talking about, so don't, Delhi, don't no, but... press me on this. Would you play him on Thursday, Delhi? Where would you play him, chaps? Uh... Um, well, I say I'd play him in the Ndombele role if I'm going to play him. You know, but I wouldn't because I'd play Lacelso because he's been starting his. Son. Yeah, I'd play Lacelso, and so, uh, so I'd probably even play Lamella if he's fit. So. There you are. There we go. So, so, so the question is: So, how far down the pecking order is he? He's quite far, I'd, I'd say. He's quite far. Yeah. I think we need to. Forty-six. Oh, he's got. He's got to basically leave, isn't he, in in January or in the summer. Well, I just think the point is so you either. Well, this is the point. So either you're going to be able to get yourself further up the pecking order if that's achievable, or you're going to look at the pecking order and go, actually, our first three options that you've got are that strong and that good. He hasn't really got fighting chance unless he's prepared to literally, you know, sort of rotate on a league, you know, around a domestic cup type thing. And I just don't think that's what he's going. To, I don't think that's what he's going to want to do. He will, no, he will, no. he will come back. It's not he good come back. He, he, he needs to go and play football. The boy runs thirteen kilometers in a game. He's got an engine that people want to die for. Just mm-hmm. needs a manager that trusts in him. He'll score goals from midfield. He'll score. Not 15 to 20 goals from midfield. We're just missing yeah. the trip with him. That's okay, all. We, That's for me. Shall we move on? Shall we move on? Yeah. yeah. We've got lots to get through in 12 minutes. Well, we have, yes. We're going to jump on to... Um, we're going to do on this day. Without Jamie. We're going to do on oh this day. Oh, my God. All right, so here we go. Music's coming in, so... Okay, so I'm doing on this day today. <laughs> so on this day, on the 22nd of 11th, 2009, Spurs played Wigan and we um, we beat them 9-1. So this was the, um, the 9-1 game where it was um, 1-0 at half-time. Crouchy scored the goal. Then we had the second half where we scored eight goals, five of which uh, went to Defoe. Um, yep. Then we had goals from Lennon, Bentley, Crankier, and um, the Wigan goal came from Shana. Any of you at the game? I remember being at the game. I was would have been behind the the goal in the first half, and everything else was down the other end in the second half. Yeah, I was there. <laughs> Brilliant. <laughs> I, was there. <laughs> I, I, I was there. I was there. I said we'll never see another eight goals in a in a in a, in a forty five minutes ever again. <laughs> yes. Well. You were wrong. Yeah, probably true. Yeah. Well, ne- I don't think we'll see that in the Premiership. Never, never again. I think that's going to be a record for a few years. I don't know. We'll, we'll, when when Mourinho's got firing, we'll do that again. <laughs> um, so, <laughs> move, moving on. Um, on this, on the twenty third of the eleventh, um, two thousand and three, we played Aston Villa, um, and we went a goal down, um, and then we went came back to win two one, and the goals were scored. Um, by 
Robbie King and my cousin, Ryan Ricketts, which is the only reason I've included that. Boom. Um, and then obviously on this day um, last year, so 23rd of November um, last year, um, was Mourinho's first game in charge um, against West Ham. 3-2 win. Uh, went 3-0 ahead. Delhi's Delhi's twin was out there with an incredible yep. bit of improvisation for the second goal. That um, was, yeah. You know, fantastic. Uh, went 3-0 up and then obviously they, they, came, they came back in their final. Uh, made put, Scored a couple of goals and put a bit more gloss on or took away some of the gloss off the result and made it a little bit um, closer than it it should have been so there you go that is on this day um, and on this day yesterday yeah that was so uh, good it was a lot shorter <laughs> well done through. mate you didn't do a funny voice really yeah missed the voice missed the voice I'm very sorry about that sorry so I, I missed the, the variation as well, the standard deviation from today, you know, through a standard deviation of about five or six weeks. And... Today, but not on this day, well, we tomorrow. Did today. We, did, we did today, we did, we did today and we did yesterday. That's as far as, far yeah. as I'm about to deviate. So, anyway, Ben, you've sat there patiently and we, 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 we've got you on. We've waffled fan. on. Oh, yeah, we've waffled on for an hour, nearly. Um, we've got you on as our, fan in, our fans in focus um, I think the last time we had you on it was uh, a special feature wasn't it it was about uh, mental health and stuff like that if you remember yeah. um, but we kind of decided to get you back on to just purely as our fans in focus um, guest this week so what have you been up to how have you been what have you been up to since we last spoke anyway yeah. it's quite a lot quite a yeah. while ago yeah, yeah. Um, everything's been going a lot better. Um, you know, I finally feel comfortable in my own skin again. Um, I move, um, I've started streaming now. I'm uh, doing a lot of writing as well. I, you know, find that very cathartic. Um, yeah, you know, what sort of writing is that? Is it writing a blog, writing, or what? What are you doing with that? Uh, I've just bought a little notepad. I just like. Um, just to really write down in the evening, just to, you know, I just it just helps me clear my mind a lot, you know. I found it very, um, you know, takes my mind off of everything. And... Is that like journaling? Just kind of, well, just just getting stuff out of your head onto paper so you can clear the decks type thing? Yeah. Yeah, and I found that also quite helpful with, uh, you know, my own videos, that, you, know, you know, if an idea pops in my head now, I can just write it down that way. Mm. You know, I haven't got to think. Uh, so yeah, clear the de- you could say clear the decks, yeah, something like that. Yeah, yeah, fantastic. Well, you've still, yeah. you still got your YouTube channel, and that's good. That's great. Yeah, um, <laughs> the, I'm forever grateful to the, everybody who's still. Everything I've gone through, this still all there. It's. I'm forever thankful. <laughs> so, what, what exactly? What kind of content is it you stream on onto your channel, then, Ben? Uh, well, it's just mostly you know Spurs games. Talk. Um, I've tried to do, go a little bit more in depth in various other topics. Uh, you know, I do discuss all my mental health, my social disabilities, and and you know ways that you know anybody who's struggling or or maybe have friends or relatives with disabilities on that coping mechanisms and how they can just 
this might sound a bit odd, but just not view it as a disability. View it as a way of enjoying yourself more. Mm-hmm. You know, don't consider yourself as 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 a disability disabled person. Consider yourself special because you you have a special you have a uniqueness about you. But why? Yeah, you know, I mean, why right. you should love that. Why would you consider yourself? Like you know, why would you consider it as a disability? Would it surely you know saying it's a disability is probably a label I, that other people will 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 want to assign a way to you know I need to we need yeah. to define we need to define something we need to quantify and and, and yeah. put people it's in good put people in little boxes and and stuff like that you know therefore yeah because like i think you you don't fit in that box as far as i'm concerned you fit in that box therefore i'm going to call you disabled yeah. which is not yeah. you know it's, it's certainly not right so how do how do people interact with you on that do they is, is it positive and do they have you had people reach out to you for yeah. advice and and, and and coping mechanisms yeah uh just in general they like uh just 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 generally speaking to people as well online which is the big one of the biggest challenges because i've am horrific at not if something's bothering you i'm so bad at not talking about it which led to all the problems that i went through so the, the, i i just say look police just speak and you know that is the biggest the greatest tool in the world is speaking your mind and yeah you know you've so, got to do that and as i say on the disabled front it's but you don't consider yourself as a barrier. Consider, you know, go, you know, make something and go make yourself special. You know, you know, if if there's, you know, I say if there's something, I, you say, oh, then you can't do it. I'll just say, you know what? Watch me do it. That's good. So I mean, everybody's still good on you. Yeah. You know, um, yeah. obviously, from where, like from where you are now to where you were when you when we last spoke to you, or you know, where you what you'd been through. So would you say that one of the um, things that you've reflected on and, and have got better at is actually opening up and, and talking now. Yeah, massively. I'd I'd pretty much only just come out of everything, but for a short time when I first because when I first came on, so I was still trying to find my feet on on it. But you know, I'm firmly where I am now. I I feel, I feel as I said, I feel a lot more secure. I feel a lot more open about speaking and. You know, that's the message I wanted uh, because you, nobody we can all be there for you but if you don't speak we can't we can't read your mind we we need you to yeah something <laughs> and then we can help you yeah cool okay well Ben enough about that right there's a couple more questions first question is how are you enjoying um, the Mourinho era were you when when Mourinho took over were you uh an anti Mourinho, or were you just open to like open to change, or how you know how, how how did you feel at the time, and how do you feel now, like a year later? Um, it was very weird. It just it it just seemed so bizarre when he first arrived, and the fact that you said it's a year ago now, it's it. But I thought well, the whole time I kept thinking, right, if Daniel Lewis bought Jose Mourinho in, he must be backing him. Because yeah. Jose Mourinho doesn't go anywhere and uh, without support, and I think you've seen he's got the players playing for him, and I think it's been evident this season. You think, look at Salant, the Southampton game, you know most of the West Ham game, the performance against United, what happened on Saturday. He's 
he's got his flowing well, and you've seen Kane's on the best form of his career, so is Son. You know, he's bought and done well, to life, which, to be fair, I didn't think was possible. Um, he's bought Hugo Lloris back to being, you know, one of the best goalies in the world. Yeah, yeah. And, yeah, I'm... <laughs> I think it's interesting. I, I can't believe I'm saying, but I'm I'm on Mourinho. I'm pro Mourinho. I think a couple of yeah. a couple of interesting <laughs> points that you raised there. The um the fact that's that he, he um the, the fact that he's got Dembele playing um you know back to sort of levels that we probably were looking for when we bought him. Um, and in terms of how he did that, you know he you know last season and Dembele just had to sit and watch every every game like you know he just had to sit and watch every game and everyone was like he's out the door he's he's going he's out the door he's, there's no way he's coming back and you know and like he's not getting any opportunities and like Marino's going well it's up to him like all this so like is that not first of all is that not what we're seeing with Delhi now it's the same sort of thing you know in terms of like in terms of that but exactly, exactly you know but the other the other thing and like what you said is that getting the people like getting the players playing for him and I think um Sunday, uh, sorry, Saturday was a real uh, sort of window into that experience at the end where there was all the hugging. Uh, there's that, that freeze frame just before uh, Mourinho is about to chest bump uh, Hoybier and Hoybier. his face yeah. is yeah. in that yeah. big grimace. Like, it's like, yeah, I mean, it's just. Yeah. It, yeah. it feels like it really feels although we're like we've we've always we've obviously we've been on the outside looking in but it all it feels like Mourinho has got his his kind of vava boom back or you know his his mojo back yeah you know, he, he's he's back and he's like you know they the interview they spoke to him and he's um they said about possession and like all this about Pep talking about possession stats and they won they won the game on possession and he's like well he can have he can take the ball. You know, he can take the ball, have the possession, take the ball. I'm taking home the three points. You know, so this is yeah. this was prime Marine. Yeah, you know, on the outside, it's weird you should. Yeah, it's weird you should mention because I saw a tweet earlier that uh, shoot, the last five games we played Man City, I think it's been eighty shots to ten mm. in Man City's <laughs> favour, yeah. and the score's been like six. What was it, six two? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's it's cool. Yeah. You yeah. could have all the ball, but you've got to score with it. So exactly, yeah. which I think yeah. a lot of fans fell into the trap. You know, too, how many times in the, you know, as great as the football was in the pot ship, you know, there were so many games where we've had the ball for seventy-five, eighty percent, and just gone sideways, side to side, forward, back, forward, back, yeah, and just got nowhere with it. You look over the last three years of our best performances: forward against Liverpool, uh, you know, three-one away at Chelsea, the three-one. Win against Real Madrid at Wembley. So many of the game, and those were under Pochers, you know, as well, have been where we've had less of the ball, yeah. been effective on the breaks, and you know, yeah. took yeah. our chances. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. 100%. So, Ben, like, you might, like, you can't think that you're really going to get away with the whole the whole hour without me, especially after the conversation that we had on, that was going on on Twitter yesterday with um, you and Danny. Um, you're not going to don't think you're going to get away with a whole hour without telling us some of these some of these stories so take a drink of water compose yourself and and then fill us in start at the beginning the first one I want oh, to you go. is the um, is the Wickham is, is 
the Wickham incident has told us all about the Wickham, Wickham incident. Who's there for cup game against Wigan 2017? Uh, first of all, we go 2 0 down at half time, and me and him are still just looking at the uh, the turnstiles, so can we just go home? Um, but no, we just sit on, so it gets the 2 2, then 3 2. We score 3 3, we think, okay, we've got a replay. Should have, uh, someone scores with literally the last kick of the game, and uh, as we've just celebrated, he's basically got hugged me and just sort of jumped in midair and we uh, basically landed halfway through the, uh, the away end <laughs> in the Wickham fan. So, um, <laughs> I don't, I've ended up on the floor. I don't, I'm, everything's just a blow. <laughs> it's just, it's just a bundle in there. <laughs> so, I mean, yeah. do, you, do, you, do you, do you live close to Danny then? I mean, like, how did you, yeah, we did live you travel up? Around, yeah, we, we, we live around roughly the same area. Um, but yeah, I first met him at Spurs game, and you know, it's you know, we've got a lot of similarities, we get along very you know, brilliantly. Okay, Brilliant. so, is, so is, that how the, is that how the borough incident took place then? So, you've got the so you've got the borough incident, yeah. was um, where you, you went for a few drinks, I think, started off, and uh, yeah, we go to uh, Westminster of Victoria, that's sort of our recent place before the game, so. Uh, get the tube up to um, Seven Sisters, and we, we choose to go the uh, train to, uh, from Tottenham Hale. Yeah. And uh, so we see the train just getting ready to go, so we just hop on, thinking everything's normal. And then all of a sudden, just see us going past the Thumble apart, thinking, wait, are we on the right train? <laughs> and it's just clicked in my head. I've just looked up at where it's going to. Turns out the train's going to Bloody Heart, though. <laughs> yeah, so I'm, I'm panicking like stop the truck. <laughs> so we've literally got off at the next stop. We did like half an hour for the we did the truck going back the other way to arrive, and the, the truck got in the ground with like five minutes to go before kick off. So uh, yeah, that was, uh, yeah, that was quite funny. <laughs> okay, and and the final, obviously the final, the final episode. The one, the biggie. I've been saving it till last. <laughs> the, the, the Baker Street episode. So fill us in on the Baker Street episode. I'll fill in this one because I don't remember much. Um, yeah, it, what game was? Oh no, I do remember. It was it was uh, the game at Wembley against Dortmund? Um, we um, obviously due to the Wembley, so we had to go a different route. So. Under the tube line, uh, just as we approached Baker Street, the train to report to the train, the tube line to Wembley. Uh, obviously, I'm obviously a bit tipsy. Um, I, he's bumped into somebody on the top of the escalators. Um, I'm all, I thought, oh, I just oh, nothing of it. So I've just carried on, just sitting around looking for, where's he gone? I've always seen him and his brother, his brother's going by the college, dragging him away, and he's talking. Somebody's he's nearly had a punch-up with him. I'm like, what? Which I'm completely oblivious to, because I'm just... I was like, oh, is that what you've got? Is it, and I said to him, yeah, have you finished, mate? We've got a game to get. <laughs> I'm assuming that there was a one. Awful for me, but yeah. <laughs> fantastic. Yeah. So, okay. Okay, <laughs> fantastic stuff, Ben. All right, yeah. so um, I think we'll um, we need to move on to... Uh, previews. Yes, please. 
So um, <laughs> Thursday, first game is um, Thursday. We're playing uh, Ludogorets um, at home, uh, Europa League. Um, so I think, like, I mean, we got we actually got Danny listening on the on, on live as, as it happens, and he. Hello, he, Danny. I'll give him a shout out. Well done today. So um, one of the things he kind of mentioned is that. Obviously, we spoke about Dyer and all that. And if Dyer doesn't play, then would you know? Do you think there's a shout that Davies would play um, at centre back um, in that game? That would be your left sided yeah. centre back as well, Stacey. You'd be quite happy about that. Um, so... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he didn't do too well last time away in Europe, did he? At uh, Antwerp, when he played yeah. at the, um, yeah, give the ball away Lude, for their goal. Hopefully, Ludogorets are a little less um, less of a challenge. No, we'd be all right, Ludogorets. Dennis Kirkin on the, on the left hand side of Davis, that'd be great. So, all right. So, go on. Then. So, what's your um, what's your um, prediction, Stace? Three uh, nil. Three comfort. Four nil. Comfortable. Four nil. Four nil. Okay. Was that an extra goal after the game, or was it? Um, was that just... well? <laughs> Not ninetieth minute Delhi special when he comes on for one minute. Okay, fantastic. Sorry, Ludogorets. Uh, yeah, yeah, I was uh, 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 when he said three 0 I was like, that was going to say that, but he went four 0 So I'm going to stick with my three 0 I think it'll be. Uh, uh, well, I'm hoping it'll be a, a comfortable game, and uh, we should we should enjoy this. Will you, will you enjoy the highlights? I will hopefully enjoy the whole thing. <laughs> I hope you enjoy enjoy the whole thing. Um, thank you very much, Mister W. <laughs> ben, <laughs> watch the game. Ludicrous, Ben. Um, yeah, I think three 0 as well. Um, I'd like to see Vinicius get his first goal, and I think it really would boost him up a lot. And you know, he's been close a couple of times. I, you know, I, you know, hopefully he gets that. So tonight, love for him. Yeah, and he's—I mean—he's contributed to goals as well, hasn't he? So, um, you know. Yeah. So it'd be nice for him to get on the score sheet. So three 0 Mr. Creed. Yeah, I think it will be a uh, a shaky two nil. Um, but uh, and then everybody will lose their shit and think that we're going to lose to Chelsea. Mm. Okay, cool. All right. <laughs> okay, I'm going to um, go for. Well, do you reckon Joe Hart will be in? Joe Hart, my yeah, my, yeah, yeah, yeah so. I do. Okay, so I'm going to yeah, go cool. for. I'm going to go for four one then. Um, <laughs> they will they'll score a long range he won't be able to stop it but they'll score a, they'll score a long range effort on his left hand side yeah left, <laughs> yeah going, going up there and he'll be going with his wrong arm like that yeah. but anyway yeah. Enough, yeah. enough of that bollocks but it'll be 4-1 it'll be 4-1 four, four, one, four, one, um, comfortable win okay so uh, Chelsea and he's, Danny's gone 5-0 has he oh nice one Danny 5-0 Nice one. Okay. Chelsea, no, not against Chelsea. No, that's it. Chelsea. I know that. That's against Luda Goretz. Uh, Andy, we'll start with you. You can set the trend for Chelsea. Uh, well, I think, yeah, after the Luda Goretz game, we've played so badly, everybody will lose their shit, and then we'll go to Chelsea and win 3 0. Okay, fantastic. Simon? Yeah, unfortunately, um, I mean, you know, off, I'm, 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 my confidence. Okay. I'm 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 not wholly confident here, so I think I reckon we'll come away with a draw. Is this like, sorry, Is this why you're well, standing okay. up? Well, that's okay. That's okay. Is this why you're standing up? You're I, ready to make a run for it? Like, I, I, if, we, if we weren't happy with what you said. <laughs> um, 
I think I think I think a draw. I, I'm trying to decide. Probably, I don't know maybe two all. I don't know. Maybe that's not quite right. But I just I just don't know. I think well, it's, it's right. a bogey. You know, yeah. Bogey team, all that kind of thing. I just okay. don't know. I think it's just tough for us. I'm going to say two all. Okay, sweet. Yeah, ben. it will be tough. Yep. Ben Sutton. What do you reckon? 3 2. Three with two. the 19th minute winner. To us. Yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. yeah. I'll, I'll take that. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Stace? I can definitely sit in goals. <laughs> yeah. We're going to come first and we're going to sneak it on a 1 0 win. Oh, I do you know what I? I'm kind of I kind of agree with Stace, but I'm probably going to go two one. But I, I reckon it's going to be tight, and it's going to like Mourinho will have learned certainly would have learned from the last time, like playing them last season. Um, yeah, the players are so. the, the players are playing better. They're playing for him, mm-hmm. as Danny's put mm-hmm. on the chat. You know, a lot of those a lot of those players got back probably sort of Thursday night and and only had Friday to work with them, and yet still they put in a, that performance that they did for him. So you don't so you don't get that if you haven't managed to get the players playing for you. So um, I reckon, yeah, yeah, yeah. no, I'd love it if Lamella was playing. I'd he love it. Would you, Kev, would you, Kevin Keegan? I'd love it. Absolutely love it. If love it. <laughs> love it. Lamella gave us a shithousing masterclass. Absolutely yeah. love it. <laughs> so I'm right. Get him on the pitch. I'm, 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 I'm going. I'm going for a. I'm going for a two-one. A, a 2-1 win in that game. Um, okay. So. Uh, that's it, really. Shout. I think last shout. Obviously, just as usual, goes out to. Um, our friends at Redemption who um, put, put out some nice beers this week. I got took hold of them, took stock of some Rhinelander. Fucking hell, it's lovely. Some excellent stuff. <laughs> absolutely well, gorgeous. Listen, absolutely gorgeous, mate. Well, listen, this there's. I, I had a. I had a little look um, on the on the old uh, uh, internet as we were chatting yeah. between now and what you could notionally call. Um, the, the, the mid-season break, which is sort of ten days in January, where there are, I think, eleven or twelve games the boys are playing, and that's every you know two, three, four days. So yeah. that's a big program of that's a big program of games between now and the second of January. So same um, for all other teams, though, isn't it? Absolutely. My point yeah. was, Andrew, that <laughs> if you want to get yourself down to the Redemption Brewery online store, get your fridge oh. stocked up. You've got plenty of opportunities to drink them between now and then. So uh, why not support? Um, Great point. Our, Great point. Our good everybody. friends, get your fridge stocked. Christmas is coming. We're all up <laughs> for it. Let's uh, let's uh, we'll have a beer fuck. and watch fuck, the fuck fuck fuck. We nearly. Hold on. Whoa, hold on. We cannot finish the pod. We cannot finish the pod without talking about the big news that was that was announced today. Hold on. Like, we're, we're going back. We're all going back to... The, we're, well, we're not all going back. No, 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 we're not all going back, Steve. We're not all going back. Whoa, we're, going yeah, back. we're all we're going, going back. back. We're going, <laughs> we're going, we're going. Hey. We're going no, so, I, I mean, you know, gen- genuinely, very quickly, obviously, not? I know, we, I know we, we were about to shut down, but... I was finishing my plug. So, sorry, mate, sorry. <laughs> you you finished the plug afterwards. Um, how excited are you about the news today? 
Um, but quite, I'm quite excited other than, of the course, 4,000 is a mere spit in the ocean for us. So yeah. when you think that we have 8,000 executive members and, um, yeah. and 40,000 season ticket holders, um, you, you know, it's going to be, it's going to be tough. It's going to be the, tough. Do you think the 8,000 yeah. executive members will have like, you know, the, um, the FA balls that get drawn out, the warm, the warm balls mm -hmm. in the ballot? There'll be the warm balls that get drawn out. <laughs> so my all, all, all of the balls will be the executives. Thing is, though, the the, the yeah. eight thousand executives can't all be sitting in the executive seats because they won't be social distance. So two things. That's actually very. Of course, that's very true. And secondly, the optics would be so disastrous, disastrously awful. There's no way they could do that. So I believe that if you take eight thousand as a proportion of the stadium, I think that there will be a pool of let's say 250 tickets for the executive and then um, you'll see that the rest will go to GA season ticket holders. There's no way they could just go, oh, it's only 4,000, so we had half our executive members there. No, that would just be a absolutely. PR nightmare. Yeah. Um, yeah. But of course... They, they worry about the PR, don't they? Well, you say that, but but I, I, it would just it would be. I mean, you would not want to be looking at Daniel Levy's inbox if that were the case. So I, I think it'll be proportionate, um, but I still think it's going to be difficult. And the other thing you have to remember, of course, is that part of going to football is you get to sit with your mates, and that's going to be quite tough yeah. when it's a ballot. Yeah. And there's you, and there's six, you know, six seats in every direction around you. You are going to be there on your own. So, yeah. um, or you know, or yeah, well, whatever you know. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's going to be the case anyway. I'll be very happy with that. <laughs> yes, because you're a little sod. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> but I think it's, it's an exciting step. And I think the right thing to do is do it with those sorts of numbers over the course of a few games. And then they can get a measure of traffic and travel and moving people around the stadium yeah. and stuff like that. So you have to, you yeah. have to ask the test. You have to you know, start somewhere. I'd, I'd, of course, we'd like it to be more. But at least it's a start. Excellent, excellent. Well, exactly. They can start increasing it, you know. Exactly, and then the old, the, the, the lovely nurses and doctors from the North Mid will be lining up at the tube station to give you a, your vaccine injection as you get off the tube. Lovely. Another, another lovely. thing, um, it just thought to me Ed, is how much does it cost the club to actually house four thousand people in that stadium with staff? Um, a fair bit. Wow. Well, I, mean, but, more I guess what they do, it. though, they they won't open the whole stadium, will they? No, They're I would imagine open, they would only be the lower tier, and it'd only be yeah, maybe probably. sections. Yeah. I mean, yeah. you know, however, however you look at it, I'm sure they've worked out. They've had six months to plan for this. I'm sure they've yeah. got it written down somewhere. You'd yeah. only have like you'd only have maybe one concession open, wouldn't you? You wouldn't. You'd only need like one concession <laughs> or two concessions on. On each, like on that, on the sides, wouldn't you? You wouldn't need. I think that would break. I think that would break social distancing rules. So I would imagine they've got it done in such a way, which is that in each block, you've got a hundred fans or something like that, and then you've got, you know, that is all spaced out. So I'm sure they've worked it all out. But you're right. There's a minimum amount of cost that, to run this, to run it, and to do it, regardless of how many people that come through the turnstile. But of course, they'll want to prove they can do it safely with four thousand, so they could quickly get it up to twenty, thirty, forty thousand. Well, yeah, I mean, exactly. They they surely, surely they can't allow Andy in because, I mean, he's the fish and chips guy. So you're just taking, you know, to cater for Andy is more more hassle, for example, than to cater for me, who's, who's a sausage roll man. 
Well, who knows? Who knows? Yeah. I mean, well, they, they might. And also, the they, they've got to keep the bar open twenty-five minutes into the game, so that I can go down for my half-time pint. Four thousand people have got to get into redemption as well. I mean, it's, it's it's good news. It is good. Like the timing, timing-wise, yeah. if they can keep this going, it is good news because you know, obviously, we've got hopefully our our friends um, Totty Pie and Mash is going to be opening. Um, yeah, in the yeah. new year. Brilliant. So if, they, if we can, yeah. if they can get this right going, off, opposite the stadium. Yeah, yeah. yeah you know, I and, think and it's a good opening time. Well, if we can get yeah. we get we get a few games under our belt, and we can prove that um, we can have four thousand people there. Um, then hopefully that will quickly ramp up as uh, as the new year starts. Yeah. Where, was, where was the um, where was it that they had that thing where you 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 walked in and you sterilised yourself? They were like you. It was a theatre. It was at the. I think it was the. Lo- I think it was the London Palladium. I think they had a show there. Oh yeah, they did. And he yeah. went through. A, we went through a demister. Yeah, but they they said like as you walk through, I don't think it was that. But anyway, you're right. But and they said like put your hands up as you go in, close your eyes, put your hands up, and everyone just went like that. No one moved their hands, so like you know, no one was getting any. Oh, and you're thinking something else. Yes, I've seen that as well. I've seen yeah. that as well. But I I still don't I don't I mean I don't see the point of that. But no, um, I think it's, it's pointless. Yeah. That's almost as effective of, 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 if you remember the video that went around of, of the bloke who used yeah, to do the body searches. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The body searches at White Hart Lane, and he'd be like, and, and, and he just sort of did this. Apparently, he designed those boobs. I've heard that he designed huh? those boobs. I heard that he designed the boobs that you know the the spray. Right. Did he? <laughs> he, he, yeah, he's, he's got he's got the patent on that. It's just like. He's a millionaire now, isn't he? Yeah, yeah he, he's laughing. He's laughing. Oh, exactly. Oh, we took the piss, but he's like, no, no. I was doing security searches, but just by feeling you, feeling, feeling your aura with my hands. Right. Anyway, gents, gents. On that note, yeah, it's been a been a top top evening as usual. Thanks very much. Thank you very um, much, Ben. Thanks for thanks again. Thanks a lot. We'll we'll get you back on again. Thanks, um, Ben. Bit of, bit of order, guys. Thank you. Thanks, thank you, Ben. Lovely to see you. Thanks. So we've been the Fast Side Spurs podcast. Thank you and good night. Come on, you Spurs!